Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the seat of the cab with me, your host, Mr. Nigel Williams. We're uh, <clears throat> we've not left to work yet. I'm waiting for a phone call because that's what my job is. Pick up the phone. Where are we going? Text message. Destination. Off we go to work, boys. But I'm sitting here in a darkened room because it's summertime. My garden is um, completely south-facing, <laughs> which means it gets full sun. So all the curtains are drawn all, all throughout the house to try and keep it cool throughout the course of the day so that I don't walk into a hot box when I walk in tonight. But I had a quick scroll through LinkedIn and a very good gentleman by the name of Jim Turner made a post. And I think it's an important one to explore just a little bit. Um, Jim's question was basically to the politicians. But let me read. As the construction industry faces a continued skill shortage, why aren't the governing bodies, educational departments and ministers finding better ways to cure this problem? Wouldn't it be a sound idea to take blank canvas pieces of land, even starting with a site that needed demolishing and remediation in various places around the country and turning them into government-funded real-time building sites using apprentices to build colleges, council-owned housing and NHS facilities? From the very beginning of the site set up right to the finished product. Sorry, it's, it's, I should have really put the light on. Hold on a moment. Let me just put the light on here. <clears throat> oh, that's better. There's no greater way to educate someone than in a real-world environment. Training grounds are good, but progressing through a project slash development would show every aspect of our trade's intricacies as the job progressed. Companies could get tax relief by supplying machines, materials and skilled labour, role models, teachers for the projects. There are better educated people out there that know more about the way this could be sorted out, like Natalie King, AC, XL, COTB, Katie Hathaway, Robert Halfen, Rishi Sernak, Keir Starm and JCB, DemolitionNews.com. Right. Now, on the face of it, that's amazing. On the face of it, that is absolutely amazing. But I've already thought of this. This isn't a new thought for me. Um, this thought was kicking around in my head a couple of years ago, probably when I first started the podcast and uh, started talking about the mentoring, um, the idea kicked around in my head of government-funded projects. And then sitting in the pub one night, <laughs> having my steak dinner with Mr. Adrian Morris, and uh, I had this light bulb moment. And it really, 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 really was a fucking light bulb moment. What is the biggest fucking on-the-job training program in this country today? 
and it's already running and it's been running since 2016. Anybody? Anybody answers on a postcard? Anybody out there going to tell me what is the biggest government funded training program in the UK currently running today? Been running since 2016. Projected completion somewhere around 2035. Anyone? Take just two. We're, we're already there. We're already there. Massive project. Billions being pumped into it. The training is government funded. If you're a private person undertaking training, that is 100% tax deductible, which also means it's government funded. Nobody's just nobody's just explained it yet. Nobody's joined all the dots up yet to tell you how this is working. Look at all the demolition that's occurred throughout the Midlands and the Midwest of London, or well, it's still this Midlands, isn't it? Aylesbury, Buckingham way to accommodate and make way for HS2. Look at all the London demolition that has occurred to make way for HS2. Look at all the extra rail infrastructure that has occurred in order to make way for HS2. HS2 is the government-funded training scheme for the construction industry in the United Kingdom. Earthworks, stabilisation, management procurement, document controllers. All of these are jobs. Yes, they're jobs. But we're also training people to do these jobs. Machine drivers, shovel drivers, ground workers, digger drivers, dozer drivers. The upskilling of thousands of people has occurred since HS2 began government funded the operator skills hub government funded but herein lies the problem with this it is the mentoring aspect it is producing high caliber individuals not roughly semi-knowledgeable people that have turned up for the money this is this is the part of the problem is we don't have that one-to-one connection with a mentor we don't have mentors on site teaching people training people educating people showing them how to do it because nobody wants to pay for that Nobody wants to pay for mentors. And, you know, it's it's true. It's true. It's, it is absolutely fucking true. Nobody wants to pay me 40 grand a year 
to stand on a job educating digger drivers and dozer drivers and dumper drivers. Nobody wants to pay me 40 grand a year to visit multiple sites educating digger drivers, dumper drivers, dozer drivers, roller drivers. Nobody wants to pay me 40 grand a year to go around individual sites to watch ground workers doing their jobs, to liaise with them, to educate them, to help them, to encourage them, to try and maintain some kind of morale, to instill some kind of enthusiasm for the job into them. Even when it's pissing rain, driving wind, sleet and snow, or like it's going to be today, absolute blistering sunshine. Nobody wants to pay for somebody to educate these people on site because they haven't yet figured out that HS2 is the training program and that it's government funded. And the flip side of that is if it were to become common knowledge and to actually be figured out by people that HS2 was the training ground, then quite simply our goodwill as professionals that want to see some kind of progress within the industry to educate and bring on the next generation of plant operator just becomes abused. Because you do have, even today, unscrupulous people, and you will always have throughout time, for time immemorial, you will have people that will unscrupulously manipulate the system and steal and cheat and lie to get what they want and they just want money what do i want um i want to i want to take three or four or five guys on five sites and i want to visit those sites throughout the course of a week and I want to spend a day with those guys. I want to spend a day watching them, educating them, taking some video, taking some pictures, mentoring them, spending some time with them to bring them on, to teach them how they're, how they're doing the good things good, the bad things to make them better. That's what, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do as a mentor. But no one wants to pay me to do that. And I can't afford to do it for free because I'm not a multi-millionaire. If I won the, if I won the Euro Millions, you know, tonight. If I won the Euro Millions tonight. I would set up Williams Mentoring Services. As a charity. So that. I didn't ever have to go to work to earn a wage. But I could go to site and I could mentor people. I could bring on the next generation of young people. I could spend time scouring my local area for young men, young women 
who want to become construction industry professionals. And I could spend that time educating them, teaching them, whether it be groundworks, utilities, civil engineering, machine operations. Can it be that my vast knowledge could also be used to mentor junior and young, inexperienced site managers and foremen? Because that's also something else, isn't it? It's all well and good. Oh, well, I want to be a manager. Oh, I want to be a foreman. Oh, I want to be a supervisor. Yeah, okay, that's nice. That's nice. But you don't know fuck all. You don't know fuck all. You know, you need years. Nobody should be anywhere near a supervisory slash management position within the construction industry without at least a decade on machinery. And I'm not just talking being punned off from job to job to job to job because they ain't fucking good enough. I mean, they need to be exceptional. They need to be the top of their game before they move on into supervisory and management roles. Oh, but we ain't got no supervisors. We ain't got no manager. Well, why the fuck not? Oh, oh yeah. Fuck it out. Let me guess. We didn't invest. We didn't spend any money. We didn't teach. We didn't train. Oh, my fucking days. So the only thing that ever really happened in this country was an extreme lack of investment into the people that are going to be continuing the industry. We've never invested in the future. Just got to get it done, got to get it done. And I was probably guilty of that a few years ago. Got to get it done, got to get it done. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Oh, I ain't got time. I ain't got time to teach fucking beginners. Oh, my God. How am, oh, how am I going to get this fucking job done? These cunts don't know nothing. And then you run into that. You're paying top dollar to a plant hire outfit to send you, or you're paying top dollar to an agency to send you an, inverted commas, experienced man to come and run your machine and it turns out the ink's not quite dry on his ticket yet. So then you're like, what the fuck's going on? I'm I'm paying, you know, I'm paying £35 an hour for a dozer driver. And this bloke, he, he don't know GPS. Um, he can't push flat level. What the fuck? So then you start having a conversation. He's turned up. He's he's turned up on fucking eighteen quid, and uh, turns out the agency's fucking you know agency's busy making seventeen quid an hour. They've basically doubled their fucking money. So you're having a word like um, this bloke. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like brand new. 
uh, oh no, no, that's not what he told us. And I said, well, he's standing here right now and on speakerphone. And uh, yes, yes, he did tell you. So we're not paying £35 an hour. I'll pay you 20 And he's taken 18 of it. So these are the conversations that you end up having as contractors when you're hiring in people. But are you supposed to spend your time as a contractor, as a small contractor that's that's running small jobs with five or seven people, are you then expected to take it on the chin on your project that you have to educate everybody that turns up on your job? Because on small works like that, that's just not acceptable. You can't do that because there's no the profit margin small to start with. And every time you get a fuck up like that, it just ruins your day. On a big project, it can probably be absorbed. But this is where HS2 is the big project, isn't it? This is where it can be absorbed. It's a small contractor. You can't absorb that. You know. So, yeah. There is no point in getting the government involved. I mean, Ronald Reagan said it himself, the nine words that you should fear the most. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah. Government isn't the answer to this, and it's not. Government isn't the answer. Um, I don't really know what is the answer, because I sat there thinking about it yesterday while I was sitting on that big digger. So I'm sitting there. I've, you know, it's half past 12. I've been... No no machines to drive. Everyone's turned up. Suddenly, all these blokes have suddenly got their head around the fact that we're in recession and there's not that much work and, holy fuck, maybe I need to keep my seat. So everyone's turned up for work yesterday. And uh, halfway through the day, driver walks off the job. I get a phone call. Um, get to site. Get on a big digger. Let's go to work. So I race is up. Client is fucking over the moon to see me well actually my words to the office were yeah just give him a ring let him know that number one's on his way and it's not a joke when i say that it's not it's not a joke when i say that because when i turn up the client is uber happy to see me on a lot of jobs where i'm a regular they like hey number one good to see you son it's like oh yeah you right there, lads let's have a brew and it's not my personality because I'm a horrible cunt. I'm a horrible cunt. And if you have to know me sort of personally on a social level, you know, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. I don't like you. I don't like people. But they respect me and they appreciate me because of the skills that I've got. Because I know how to take a machine and put it to work. It's not because of my personality. Because I'm not a particularly likable person. I'm roughly friendly, roughly sociable, but roughly. I live in a house on my own. I'm quite happy in my own company. Don't like people. And uh, yeah, so when I turn up and I take this big digger 
and it's dig, 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 go, 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 dig, 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 go, go, go. Not a fucking second to spare. You know, don't hold the horses. Go, go, go. And they're like, fucking hell, you move some muck this afternoon, Nigel. Fucking hell, you move some muck this afternoon. But I'm sitting there in that big digger. And I'm thinking about it and thinking to myself, do you know what? Next month, I've got to do the RT59 to retake 59 for my for my ticket because I've got to renew my I've got to renew my ticket it's been five years but there has you know I'm thinking to myself there has to be something like a gold standard accreditation where I don't have to keep doing this fucking dog shit because I am at the top of my game you know I am the A team when I turn up anywhere in the country to drive anything to do any operation, no problem. And I'm thinking, there has to be something, gold standard accreditation, so that I don't have to do this anymore, so that I don't have to keep doing all this fucking renewal nonsense. And then with the inductions, you know, six inductions in a week, or seven, I don't know, I think my record's seven inductions in a week. For different sites in five days go to one job inducted driver turns up off we go to the next one induction again drive that for the day oh new site induction oh new site induction in new site induction so but there has to be something and then i got to thinking well if you create something then all that happens is those unscrupulous motherfuckers just find a way to game it and manipulate it. And then you've got people that are absolute fucking dog shit wandering around with a gold standard accreditation. Well, how the fuck did they get that? Because some unscrupulous cunt gave them that for money. Just the same as they can buy fucking... Petrol station end pause, petrol station CPCS, petrol station fucking MVQs. And if you're wondering why I say petrol station, these blokes, they meet up, five or six blokes, they'll meet up in a petrol station and there are unscrupulous um, plant assessors who literally just turn up, go through the paperwork, they pay him the money and he, he sends off all the fucking, he, send, he sends off all the paperwork. Just in case you were wondering... And no, that's not a fabrication. That's actually true. That's that, that actually happens. If you don't believe me, um, ask ask the question there on LinkedIn. Does that happen? Yes, yes, it does. Really, it does. Some of these blokes have never seen machines before. They've never seen dumpers. They've never seen rollers. Never seen diggers. But they know that they can get twenty pound an hour as long as they've got that ticket. Bish bash bosh. Twenty pound an hour. That's two hundred pound a day. If they're paying your man £150 in cash, I wonder. So, look, bottom line, bottom line, it comes down to we need companies, not government. We actually need companies to employ people like me 
we've we've done our time on machines. I'm 25 years in this game with a lot of life experience. There's other blokes on the verge of retiring. Maybe they would be prepared to take guys under their wings to go around to teach them, to assess them, to improve them, to mentor them. But it should be done on a company-wide level, not government. Government just fucks everything up, it's true. Government is like the root of all evil. Governments and central banks. <clears throat> no greater evil was created apart from those two things. But mentors. You know, is there a company? Is there a company that's going to stand up and say, do you know what? <clears throat> we're going to take on... We're going to take on five apprentices. And we're going to have a mentor who only deals with mentoring and upskilling and training. Not working on site, not driving a machine, but a guy, a girl who literally visits site and then spends their day walking around, talking to people, asking them what they're doing, helping them do it better, teaching them how to do it better, showing them how to do it better, giving them the insights on forethought and planning so that people can be more productive. Mentoring. It's the future. And I've been saying it for years. So look, folks, I need to actually... I do actually need to go and get in the van because I do need to fuck off. Or actually, I'm fucking, it'd be better if I weren't just sitting here in my pants and vest and I actually went and put some fucking PPE on and actually got in the van and fucked off to work, wouldn't it? So look, if you've got anything to add, if you've got any questions you want to ask, you know exactly where to find me. Nigel Williams on Facebook and LinkedIn. From the seat of the cab at gmail.com. And I'll catch you in the next one. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.